0: gladly hit the road get up and go if i knew that someday it will bring me back to you that someday it would bring me back to you
1: brought to you by our good friends at body science who focus on physical and mental performance body science help people feel great find them at bodyscience.com.au
2: Welcome team. Now you know when I say team, I want to bring people who are at the top of their game. This kid, or well, man I have next to me, I believe he's at the top of his game if, if your game is you want to play NRL. So he plays NRL. But I still think there's so much more. So I'm, I'm saying he's at the top of his game because he's represented his country, which is obviously the highest he can go. Uh, He he represents at the highest level in the NRL, but I still think there's so much more. Jerome Luai. Yeah, And it's Samoan, right?
1: Yeah, it's Samoan. That's my um, dad's last name. Okay.
2: Yeah. 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 Both parents, Samoan?
1: Um, My mum's half English, half Maori. Okay. Uh, I grew up with her last name, um, Broadbridge. I think a lot of people know that last name. I I pretty much had that last name through high school and stuff, so... um, yeah, when they they got married, I got my na- our name changed. That was like My second game of twenties. So the first game of twenties I played, I had my mum's last name, and the second game I played, I had my dad's last name. So okay. the commentators had a bit of a, a stitch up about that, and that was a bit of a laugh. So um, yeah, right. Yeah, I have See, to show you. One I day. learn something
2: every day, <laughs> so I'm privileged to work with Jerome every day on a daily basis and I call him (coughs) my CEO which he has a laugh about and the boys (laughs) have a laugh about but CEO doesn't stand for chief executive officer in Jerome Luai's case it stands for chief energy officer now (laughs) I didn't make that up Romy I've heard that before somewhere or in a book or uh, in fact I think I heard I read that in a in a John Gordon book um. but anyway CEO is chief energy officer you bring a contagious energy have you always been like that have you worked on that or is it just you
1: i think it's something that i've always had it just came out probably this year and sort of end of last year probably um, that army camp helped a lot um sort of wanted wanted to become a leader in my own way and i think you helped bring that out in me as well i can yeah energy is contagious that's something i've learnt this year and i want to be that guy who who's always that positive guy and brings that positive vibe to the team and that's the sort of leader i want to be you know
2: yeah well you definitely do that and what about i mean you are how old are you by the way
1: i'm 23 turned 23 this year You're
2: twenty 23 and you are a leader you yep. are at the top of your game you're a leader in your own family as well you have a young family
1: yeah i do i got a one-year-old almost two in in july so he's getting older and um, I'm learning more as a father every day, so yeah.
2: Awesome, awesome. And that, that uh, energy that you bring, I want to know who picks you up because you pick everyone else up. I, when we start the day, for the listeners out there, when we start the day, we, we go through a process in the morning, we have a routine, um, but when we actually step foot on the grass, the training paddock, Jerome sprints onto it. He crosses this line and he sprints. Now, I asked you to do that once, yep. and I've seen you do it every day since. Yeah. You sprint. Now, and it sets your intention. Straight away, you are on. you, And everyone
1: can feel Romeo's on. But
2: come on, mate. There must be down days. Who picks you up?
1: Um, my motivation is probably my mum, to be honest. Like, away from footy and away from the boys. Um, it's my mum, and she's had it pretty tough the last couple of years, and... She's spoken to me a few times when I first stepped onto the scene in NRL. Um, in NRL. And she pretty much just said, be humble, be grateful for what you have and aim to be the best. And yeah, that's stuck with me because um, she's trying to do her best every day for uh, us four kids at home. We still stay with mom. And, I want to do everything I can for my mum and, and look after her because she's had it pretty tough and she's my rock and she's my motivation when I'm not at my best and I try to be at my best every day around the boys but, yeah, they don't see me some days and my mum's been there at my lowest so uh, she knows what goes on and, and she's my rock, man.
2: Okay, so it's that motivation that's obviously powerful and I've always known you yeah. as a, a real family man. Talk to me also about your influence in your sport. So obviously your your mum, and you talk to me a lot about all your family, your dad, your own family now, your yep. young child. But talk to me about your sporting influences as a kid. Yeah. How did this come about? How did you become an NRL player?
1: Well, um, growing up, I started off in soccer when I was a six-year-old kid. Dad said um, I had so much energy; he needed he needed to chuck me in in, in some sort of sport and. And soccer was that, so I played soccer for about three years. And he decided to uh, give footy a go, and um, I was unsure about it. And there was a trial down in my local park. Hebo Tigers was the team, and he uh, gave me a run there, and I got absolutely hammered. Man, I don't know what position I played, but I was just getting run all uh, run over all over the park. So um, yeah, he decided to leave me in soccer for one more year, and. Uh, when I was nine, that's when I, I um tried out for Mitchambridge Jets, and they were the, they were a breeze team and the frigging. I ended up making that first division side on the wing. Coach said um had some good hands, which was, which was pretty weird because I played soccer for a couple of years. So jumped on the wing there and we won about four or five comps in a row. And um yeah, I was playing different different positions and in in school footy, I think it was 11s and twelves. I was playing halfback and I made Sydney West and then made a, a New South Wales development side and halfback and that was pretty much the first time I, I'd ever, you know, stepped foot in, into the halves roles or, or scenery and um, I couldn't play that position back at Mitchenbury because, um, yeah, position been taken so I sort of left my best mates there um, and that was, for me that was so hard, like my dad realised that was my position so he took me elsewhere to pretty much the the rivalry club that we'd always play against oh, like wow. in the finals and stuff so <laughs> that was pretty crazy for me and as a kid you know footy it's always about mates and yeah. always about making mates that's what i looked forward to was to catching up with the boys on the weekend sleeping over it wasn't really about footy yeah. um it wasn't until you know i moved to st mary's is where uh i sort of you know grew that love for footy and think think the competitiveness side for it and yeah that's where i really um started you know to play footy and get serious about it so
0: yeah yeah wow
2: so you changed teams you just mentioned something there what you loved about footy can we go there again yeah the mateship uh is it the same now as it was because i always say to you don't lose the nine-year-old in you and i've just found out what you did at nine you started rugby league um now is it the same now the mateship as it was that feeling you just talked about you you
1: did it because you love playing with your mates yeah definitely it's part of that and i think what's special about this team that we've got here i've got mates in this team that i've pretty much come through the grades with so that makes it even better for me coming to training every day yeah. playing with them every week and i just love it here man
2: yeah so a combination of that first team that mateship that had you fall in love with the game then the competitiveness you learned at your other club and the fire in your belly there, and yep. obviously you've learned the art. of. You mentioned you went from wing to halfback. Now let's talk about that as an art, as a craft itself. Mm. <coughs> who's helped you develop the craft as a halfback? You have a great kicking game. Have you got any stories about kicking? If there's any kids out there listening or any parents, have you got any kicking stories or passing stories? Or, who's helped you develop your craft from way back then
1: yep. to even where you are today? I've got a real funny kicking story. Um, back in the days when I was playing soccer, uh, i was right-footed believe it or not um, my dad took me down to our local our uh, local park and you know i was i was kicking uh, penalty goals and my dad noticed i wasn't kicking any with my left foot and he and he just said you know why aren't you kicking any with your left foot and you know being a 6 year old you don't really know what to say to that you think you're you're one-footed and one-dimensional so um he left me there by myself to just kick the ball with my left foot and um it was a surprise, surprise. I'm a left footer today, so I don't know if it's it's real, but I am right-handed and, and left-footed. So um, yeah, I'm not too sure what's yeah, happened right. there, but yeah, fear so of when my dad. You say he left you there. Yeah.
2: Talk me through this part.
1: Um, well, we walked down to our local park. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, I th- I think he got a bit angry that I couldn't kick with my left foot, so. <laughs> He's like, stay here till you can kick your left foot. Don't come
2: home till you can kick. (laughs)
1: Left me home. And, you know, (laughs) mum came down after an hour or two. I'm not even sure if he was watching me or not. But, yeah, that's sort of the tough love my dad, me and my dad had growing up as a kid. Wow. um, Yeah. It was pretty funny, man.
2: Well, I hope he sits back when he watches you kick left foot now (laughs) and you (laughs) kick and chase your own kick or kick 40-20s with your left foot. It goes back to that day. Yeah. But the craft of being a, a halfback, it is... There's so much that goes to it. You, well, first of all, you've got to build relationships with every position on the field and you, you're brilliant at that. Yeah. Socially and also footy-wise, you're brilliant at that. You've got to love the tough stuff. I mean, how much do you weigh?
1: Um, weighing about 90 kilos now. Yeah.
2: And you have 115 kilo people running. Yeah. You. So you've got to, somehow in your career you had to develop a love for the tough stuff. Um, you have that knack of building relationships and then the skill and the, it's such an important position. I'd, I'd love to dig a bit deeper. Maybe we'll go there at the back end of this conversation because I want to I talk about your Samoan team as well. Yeah. But I want to take a little break because you are so multi-skilled. <laughs> so multi-skilled. Here you, go. you can shoot hoops. <laughs> you can play games you can jump you can sprint you can play footy at the highest level you can play (laughs) soccer there's not much you can't do but you can sing so we're going to take a break no one has ever sung a song (laughs) on my podcast this is a world's first lucky first man lucky first (laughs) where's that guitar let's pull that guitar out here Here it is yes here it is what are you going to sing for me
1: I might sing a bit of Sunday Morning, laid back. Yeah, yeah. Easy yeah, to play. Yeah.
2: Now, listeners, sit back and enjoy this. If you're driving in the car now, just enjoy this. Who needs a radio?
1: Here we go.
0: Sunday morning, rain is falling. Still, some cover shed some skin. Clouds are shrouding us in moments unforgettable. You twist to fit the mold that I am in. But things just get so crazy, living like it's hard to do. Gladly hit the road, get up and go if I knew. That someday it'll bring me back to you That someday it would bring me back to you That may be all I need In darkness she is all I see So come and rest your bones with me Driving slow on Sunday morning and I'll never want to leave <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's
2: go. Hey, 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 <laughs> we could have many breaks during this podcast <laughs> Now, you are multi-talented oh, I appreciate So you, I want to know, like, how did you get so talented at everything? If we go for a shoot of basketball now you're the best player on the court. If we <laughs> strum on a guitar, you, it's like you should have your own album. Talk to me. What did you do as a kid?
1: I've done it all, pretty much. Uh, I know I game a, li- a little bit now, but, um, yeah, when I was a kid, Dad had me out of the house uh, every day. Um, every day after school, I was out on my front yard, had about five, six, seven boys, um, you know, on the street, playing cricket, playing footy, playing basketball, whatever I could play. So, had a lot of, different variety of balls there and had a lot of good mates on my street uh, growing up so yeah i was lucky to have them
2: awesome and you can dance too right
1: no ah, that's that's business um okay. that's business <laughs> no yeah, one can we, watch you can't dance see that anyway, his podcast anyway.
2: <laughs> so okay here we go you just said you game a bit now gaming as in electronic gaming. yeah you're very good at that too yeah i've heard you have yep. your own little show, don't you? Or I just
1: started up um, a couple of days ago. A couple of dudes hit me up and yeah, said right. you could go professional and and start streaming and, you know, get a lot of content out through that part. I found it a little bit funny because, you know, rugby league and gaming doesn't really go together. Yeah. But they said, um, yeah, you could probably use that profile to get get big and it could actually become a, um, a thing because, you know, so many kids game these days. If they're not playing it, they're watching it. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that probably makes me ask the question honest answer mm-hmm. if you're developing your own kid do you think about how you grew up you're out on the front street you're playing basketball yep. cricket soccer footy whatever like i've even sparred with you and you can even fight so <laughs> there's there's stuff that you did as a kid now you've yeah. actually just mentioned kids are either gaming or watching gaming do you think that's a this is a tough question because yep. you're encouraging them to watch gaming. Yeah, exactly. Do you think it's good for them to spend so much time gaming or watching gaming or actually I'm not going to put words in your mouth,
1: what do you think
2: if your your own child is 12 years old now mm-hmm. and what are you encouraging them to do?
1: Well, as a father now, um, I'm encouraging the parents to, to um, you know, get the kids outside and, you know, give them an hour to either, if they like to game, then game, you know. But yeah, as a parent and as someone growing up, knowing um, that it's so important to get your kids out there, um, you know, get a get a ball in their hands, get a ball in front of them, in their feet. Um, let them experience that first before they experience the other side of the world, which is technology. And um, yeah, give them a, a really good balance. And I'm so lucky to have a partner that's, that's, you know, just as sporty as me because she as well encourages me to to get Izzy out there, get out there with Izzy and and keep that balance in in the house. So, yeah, that's really important.
2: Well, I'm so glad I didn't put any words into your mouth because we agree on the same thing there. I'm looking – I can see (coughs) reflections here where we are. I'm looking out the window and there is your boy. Yeah. (laughs) Kicking two balls (laughs) to – yeah, there you go, to your – your sporty partner that you just mentioned, yeah. oh, I'm looking at it now <laughs> as we are recording, out in the sunshine and and living healthy and developing skills. So, yeah, I just was curious because I know that gaming is huge, mm. but basically you've just said it, you've experienced it, and you, keeping a balance seems to be the recommendation. Yeah. You can't ignore it. It exists. Kids are doing it. Yeah, exactly. But keeping, keeping a balance. Yeah. Because for me, my biggest concern – Especially for you in your profession is sleep. Sleep is everything. So yeah. it's the same with kids going to school. They need to be sleeping. So yeah. But getting a balance, yeah, don't don't fight it and say do not game. Mm. But, um, but getting a balance. Yeah. Because you are aware that those gaming uh, companies deliberately get people addicted, yeah. right? So yeah. it's uh <laughs> it's like getting addicted to anything. You need to uh I guess it's like me having a drink. I mm. need to do it in moderation. Yeah, Probably exactly. gaming in moderation. Yeah, that's for that's sure. key, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Hey, uh, <laughs> by <laughs> the way, we need another song soon. That was so good. Um, <laughs> I'm mate, ready, I'm ready. <laughs> you got another one? What about, uh, talk to me what it means to you to play for your country. I told people, I bring people on this show, I want them to sit and listen just as if they're sitting here having a chat. Yeah. Now, share with them How important it is for you to play for your country?
1: Yeah, well, uh, our first experience international footy was um, was the junior Kiwis, and um, yeah, that was that was massive for me. Uh, That's obviously my mum's side, and that was under 20s, and you know we got flogged by Australia. But you know when I got that call from coach um, to represent New Zealand, my mum's side, it was crazy, man. It brought tears to her eyes because she she knew how hard I worked uh, to be where I was, but Um, When I got got the call to represent Samoa um, on the NRL basis, I hadn't even played first grade yet. That was massive for me, man, because I sort of grew up around the Samoan culture and the church I go to every Sunday is Samoan, and yeah, that meant so much to me as well as my family, but yeah, no words can describe um, that call. I thought it was a prank from one of the boys because we had just won the reserve grade comp that year, and we were on our, sort of our mad Monday, and that's when I got the phone call and I was like, These these boys are G me up. But yeah, he was it was Matt Parrish and he gave me a good chat and I was stoked, man. We we're on the bus towards Mad Monday and, you know, some tears were, were coming out of my eyes. I was at the back of the bus wiping my tears away. It's meant so much to me and um and, and to my dad as well, because uh he's he's the Samoan um guy in the household and yeah, it was crazy, no words can describe that feeling. Um when I got into camp with the boys, they were really welcoming. That was what I was scared about. I hadn't even played first grade yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I was scared of. You know, am I good enough to be here, uh, to be in a crucial position? You know, in the halves, um, ordering around boys that that play regular first grade, and you know, I'm still a reserve grader. That was that was frightening for me. And, um, but yeah, that was probably a, a big step into. The following year where I did play first grade, I'd already experienced some of that, so. Who did you play against? I played against Australia, Scotland. Oh,
2: your first game, Australia.
1: Oh, first game? Yeah. My first game was against Tonga. Yeah, right. Tonga at Hamilton. And, you know, it was so loud, man. Couldn't hear a thing. Couldn't hear the refs, couldn't hear your own teammates. That was a a crazy experience, you know. when We were doing the huckers against each other as well so passionate man so what goes
2: through your mind when you do that Harker?
1: not really anger just pride a
2: lot of pride and do you start thinking about family do you think about who's watching all of that
1: yeah all of that stuff man
2: i've seen people when they put that jersey on do things that i don't see them do in week to week yeah yeah there's something Special about when it means so much, uh yeah, All imagine those if we could actually.
1: get that feeling yeah. like back to well, the club and that you know, yeah. I remember having a chat to Topo about it, yeah, so that would um, be crazy
2: and do you really believe Samoa can mix it with the best
1: I really do and okay i I'm glad you
2: answered that, yeah, because a lot of that rides on you, you know, yeah, exactly. if you believe it, you are the crucial position in that team, mm-hmm. it's a position that. Those teams have kind of uh, lacked when you compare them to the Andrew Johns or the Brad Fittlers or the Darren Lockhez or the Jonathan Thurstons. Yep. It's it's the those key positions that they've often struggled with. So a lot of this rides on you, and if you believe it, I really believe you can help lift that nation, man. Yes, so, uh, nah,
1: yeah, I really think we can go uh, a long way too, and I think these next couple of years, uh, hopefully, we'll be able to show that um, we can mix it with the best, and yeah. We'll see how we go. How good. So who is helping every time you develop your craft now,
2: it's obviously helping your club, Penrith Panthers. It's helping you in your career. Um, but it's also helping your country without you even knowing. They need they need you to keep developing your craft. Who at the moment do you try to develop that craft with? Who's most influential that's helped you to get here? Or who do you study? Who's on your goat mountain? Mm. Uh, what are you putting into your craft now that people don't really see?
1: Uh, Trent Barrett's just come to our club yep. and he's bought so much. Um, probably another dimension to my game. He's talked to me about slowing things down, um, giving yourself some more time and really learning the tempo of the game. That's something um, I sort of struggled with because I'm always 100 miles an hour, you know, and always carrying that sort of energy onto the field and not thinking that I can give myself more time from the defense and, and that sort of thing. So Baz has been really good for me um, mentally and, you know, just little things around the game, that grip stuff that he's, he sort of yeah, taught us at training. Yeah, yep, yep. Been fundamentals. Really awesome. yeah, fundamentals. Yeah, fundamentals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, okay, he's been a so big, big
2: help. Slowing things down and just breathing and being calm. Yeah. Uh, that That message can go across any industry. Mm. The best leaders of any industry are calm. Yeah. And you lead your team, whether you like it or not, in your position you lead a team and you're gonna lead your country. Yep. So that's great advice and slowing it down reminds me of how you just played that guitar. <laughs> the key was in having that cool and calm. Yeah. So what what is the next song we're about to hear?
1: Oh uh, Um I listened to a lot of um Boys to Men growing up. Did you? So yeah. did I. <laughs> yeah. You know, bit of love songs and yeah, a bit of love songs song. there, but you know, you got to change it up here and there, and, um, yeah, I grew up listening to a lot of Boys to Men, Brian McKnight, just those old school guys, um, yeah. yeah, dad played those CDs in the car everywhere we went, so, Bob Marley, Bob Marley, you know, all the reggae sort of stuff, but, yeah, not, it wasn't much rap, you know, growing up, it was more, um, lovey-dovey sort of stuff, so. was it really? Yeah, lovey-dovey, gospel, um, Songs you can sing along to, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, you are to.
2: the number one <laughs> guest. Everyone right now is having fire pits in their backyard. <laughs> you are the number one guest for a fire pit. Ah, Bring yep. that guitar, brother. Oh, ah, yep. Hit me up with another
1: song. Oh, no. Let's go. <laughs>
0: We don't even talk anymore We don't even know what we argue about Don't even say I love you no more Cause feelings that we can't be no longer allowed Some people will work things out And some just don't know how to change Let's don't wait till the water runs dry We might watch our own lives pass us by Let's don't wait till the water runs dry We'll make the biggest mistake of our lives Don't do it baby (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: some
2: water we've talked about how you grew up multi-skilled any advice to any coach any teacher anyone out there get your kids multi-skilled you didn't specialize till later in life uh, <laughs> you had really good influences you appreciate the mateship uh, now you've got a whole country that relies on you you've got a team of professionals that rely on your energy mm-hmm. let's go where are you heading now what are you doing to make you that I see it every day I see evidence every day you turn up you are striving to just get better and better tell us though where are you heading what's your vision what's your mission what are you going to get out of this game where do you want to where do you want to see yourself
0: I'm big curious goal, to know
1: a big goal for me I sort of come to the conclusion you know over over this time that we've sort of had off and for me it's to be a one club man and I want to be good enough to to make Penrith want me to stay here for the rest of my career and um, yeah that drives me to become better that drives me to to become better every day because I know there's young boys chasing me and chasing for that position and um, that motivates me even more to be the best I can be
2: yeah and are you do you get any inspiration from any other athletes any other sport like what i know you you're very multi-skilled but are you um consuming any content that may inspire you to like who do you look up to who's on your goat mountain when i say goat mountain i was i stole that from kobe bryant Mm -hmm. Uh, he sought out his goat mountain and we've talked about this a lot i know who your goat mountain was in the footy world yeah but in every in every sport, across every area, who do you look to for inspiration?
1: Mine's LeBron and MJ. Um, have you been watching the, l- yes. the last dance sort of stuff? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I've been tuning into that sort of stuff and just seeing how com- competitive competitive he was. And, you know, there was a time in his career where he realised he knew he had to get better. He had to get bigger, he had to get stronger, to compete with the best. And that's that's something that's probably stuck with me right now. I know young boys are chasing me and um i need to get better and better if i want to fulfill that one club dream you know i want to stay here at penrith and um i look to those guys man
2: can we start filming a documentary instead of this podcast because mate it is you're on you're on a journey you're only 23 yeah the best halves in the game become the best halves when they're they're 30 yeah so you <laughs> you're on a journey and i love that you and nathan cleary are doing it together yeah you um you played junior footy with him yeah and, and now he's on his journey and you're on yours but that that hunger that we see every day and now i've heard it in your words there is um it's inspirational mate it really is and obviously the goal is to provide for that family i'm looking at out the window right
1: yes sir yeah um yeah still living with mum and uh making sure she's sweet but those guys out there uh they're my number ones and yeah i'm doing it for them as well as myself but they keep me on track man and i'm so blessed to have those guys there awesome mate awesome
2: um do you know what i'm gonna leave
1: it at that because
2: it's been really special mate i know i get to talk to you every day but even now i've learnt some stuff about you that's Really, really cool. I'm looking out that window. I want you to go and enjoy that sun with that. Look at him go. <laughs> uh, at he's been running <laughs> since he was like
1: 10 months, man, so yeah. I'll have to get him in soccer when he's six, yeah, hopefully yeah, younger.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's pretty cool. You mentioned, like, there's a lot of kids think they have to specialise early. I hate People thinking. Yeah, I
1: had my missus was a basketballer growing up, and yeah. we argue about it: footy, basketball, footy, basketball. But yeah. you know, we'll probably meet somewhere in the middle. Probably with soccer, soccer to start off with, and see how we go from yeah, there. Yeah, and
2: throw <laughs> basketball in as well. I've yeah. seen you in the backyard. <laughs> For the listeners that don't know, I encourage Jerome to stay athletic and still do all these sports. So he sends me videos of slam dunking in the backyard or or shooting. Nine foot rings, board. not ten foot. Uh, are they <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. You got me. <laughs> Mate, can you take the show out with one more song? Have <sighs> you got one more in you? Let's go, let's go. Yeah. Uh-uh.
0: You're the chaser to my crown run. Body like a coke bottle and with every drink i can't help but think how smooth you go down yeah baby girl i love your flavor you're the rock star after the Jager. southern comfort when i need to be held so in love with you girl because I'm so drunk off your love, girl, I'm buzzing. And I can't get enough of your loving. Sipping you down, girl, I love it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the reason I'm an alcoholic. You're the reason I'm an alcoholic. Yes, sir. <laughs> By the way, listeners, he's not an
2: alcoholic.
1: It's no, no, no. no. That was just for the ones at home. Who's in isolation? Uh, Common Kings. They're a bit of a reggae band. Yeah, right. Yeah. I haven't heard that. Nah, Beautiful. they're pretty cool, man. <laughs> right.
2: Multi-talented, gaming, singing, rugby league. Remember the name, Jerome Lui. Uh, I loved having you on this podcast, Thanks, H. mate. Thanks, Age. Appreciate That's, it. Man. This goes down as my favourite podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go. Good man. Thanks, mate. Too easy. This episode of GTE is brought to you by Pain Away. Australia's number one joint and muscle relief since 1999. Find out more at painaway.com.
1: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of GTE with Hayden Knowles. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review to help grow the team.